Assalamu alaikum. It is Wednesday, the 8th of June, <clears throat> 2022, and uh, in our broadcasts, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 321. I beg your pardon, 322. These broadcasts come to you courtesy of uh, Laser Lahore MDS School <coughs> for Education in Religion, which is uh, a branch of the Ahmadiyya Jumanishat Islam. The uh, Ahmadiyya organization was established by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad and uh, he taught that although other Muslim, Muslims say that uh, at least one more Prophet can come after the Holy Prophet Muhammad. He taught that this is incorrect because the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet Muhammad is Khatamun Nabiyyin and the Holy Prophet explained that term by saying La Nabi Abadi There is no Prophet after so now no prophet can come, whether it is an old prophet or a new one or a green one or a blue one. No one is going to come. And uh, claimed that uh, in accordance with the Hadith, he was the Mujaddid. And uh, he was one of a series of Mujaddideen who would come in uh, according to that uh, hadith. But his distinction was that other hadith mention the Messiah and uh, Mahdi. And uh, he said that these titles apply to him. I'm sorry, there's been a slight problem on one of our platforms. So I apologize to uh, people on MixLR, although we haven't started the topic proper. Uh, for some reason we weren't broadcasting there on that. So let me repeat that this is the broadcast for 8th of June 2022. Reflections on the Holy Quran, broadcast number 322, and um, discussing chapter 2, verse 102. This is a part 3 of uh, that. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, after that, yes, I'll pick up from uh, where I left off. Uh, for the other platforms. Um, uh, yes, as I was saying, so 
Azad Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Sahib's distinction was that he was the Mujaddid to whom these titles applied, the titles of Messiah and uh, Mahdi. And uh, Azad Mirza Ghulam Ahmad pointed out that Muslims are too hasty in calling each other heretic and out of hold of Islam and so on. And he pointed to a uh, uh, command of the Holy Prophet Muhammad who said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you're not a Muslim, <clears throat> then this fatwa, this edict actually returns to the person who utters it. So it's the person uttering these words who's kafir. And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also taught that uh, people say some uh, prophetic revelation is missing from the Holy Quran and they say some revelation which is, which is in the Holy Quran has been abrogated or cancelled and is no longer applicable and he stressed that this is wrong because God said that he has revealed he has revealed the Holy Quran and he is its protector. So how can something that God is protecting have things in it which are wrong and cancelled and things which have been missed out from it? And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also pointed out that generally Muslims think that jihad means you take the sword and you attack the non-Muslims and if they don't recite the karma, you cut their heads off. This is incorrect. We have to take jihad as defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad. When returning from fighting, the Holy Prophet Muhammad said, from the minor jihad, we now return to the major jihad which is a jihad with your own souls, with your own self, jihad bin nafs, with your own desires. So yes, jihad is a fundamental duty of every Muslim and we should be conducting it 24 hours a day. But that jihad, which the Holy Prophet told us to carry out, not some definition that uh, someone else made up for uh, uh, jihad. So with that, let us now go to uh, the uh, verse of the Holy Quran, chapter 2, verse 102. It's a very long one and um, I will only recite uh, the phrases or the parts which are relevant to what we're going to talk about. So it's the first two parts, the first two phrases that are relevant today. And it says, A'uzu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem 
ഫറുസുലൈമാനുവലാക്കിന്നശയാഫീന and its english translation is and they follow what the devils fabricated sorry and they follow what the devils fabricated against the kingdom of solomon and solomon disbelieved not but the devils disbelieved teaching men enchantment so today we are going to look at uh, <clears throat> uh suleiman and wama and kafara uh wama obviously is an expression rather than uh, Uh, a word so but we'll come to that uh, uh when to when we come to it um right okay um let me go to my notes and uh, uh <clears throat> as i said suleiman is uh, actually a proper noun and we had this yesterday that a proper noun is a, a name for a particular person or town <coughs> or country uh, etc and we had this common noun would be city proper noun would be swindon london and so so here this is a name of a prophet and he was also a, a, a king uh, etc and uh, the next expression is wama wa we know means and and uh, it's called uh, the resumption particle basically it's a connecting word it connects it says this and that and ma is the negative which makes it not and then we have we have the word kafara <coughs> and uh, the triliteral root of kafara is kaf fa wa and uh, from these three letters 14 words have been made and in total they appear in the holy quran 525 times and uh, 280 uh, 289 times it is kafara and where are we 129 times 
it's kafi rude and 30 times it's kufr and 27 times it's kafir and 14 times it's kafara and 12 times it's kafur and then the other occurrences are in ones and twos uh, etc so what does it mean well its basic fundamental meaning is to hide to hide something and uh, uh, <clears throat> so this expression this word is used for night why because the night hides everything you can't see anything and the farmer the same expression is used for the farmer why because the farmer hides the seed in the ground so anywhere where this idea applies you can use this uh, um, this word or a derivative of this word for example we have al-kafur what is that it's the skin uh, that uh, i mean for example that grapes have around that skin you know it hides the fruit or the real thing that you want to eat and this is why we have the word kufran or expression kufrani neemat from kufr why because we are hiding a blessing and that means we are ungrateful we are hiding the blessing of allah and that means we are ungrateful and the biggest denial the biggest thing that you can hide of course is um, unity of godhead or the revelation to the holy prophet muhammad or uh, prophethood of prophets and generally what has happened is that the word kufr has become restricted to these things uh, you know denying allah denying his revelation denying his prophets and so on and the word kufran is used when you are ungrateful when you deny some blessing of allah or the kafur is sort of used for uh, both um, let's see an example from the holy quran 
And the unjust denied it and would not accept it. Illa kufura, kufura. Here the word kafur is used to deny. Fa'aba aksarun nasi illa kufura. Chapter 17, verse 89. And most people deny it and do not accept it. And uh, God, in fact, warns us in the Holy Quran. He says,
ध्यान बोला तत्पुर एंड डोंट बी अनग्रेटफुल और डोंट हाइड डोंट डिनॉय माय ब्लेसिंग्स एंड मेनी पीपल डू दिस एंड व्हाट दे डू इज दे यू नो यू गो टू द मैन you know you say to them you know you're doing well and this and that and so on and they try and uh, sort of uh, deny that they're doing so well and it's not out of modesty it may be because they think oh he's come here and he's telling me i'm doing so well and if i say yes yes i am then uh, he's going to uh, you know ask me to lend him some money but acknowledging god's blessings does not mean that you boast and you become proud and arrogant and so on and that kind of thing you humbly acknowledge that god has been good to you and also the 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 holy quran uh, uh, says falta falata kallati falta wa anta min al kafirin chapter 26 verse 90 and you did something which shows that you are an ungrateful people and this is you know something that people should recognize that human beings are ungrateful you know if, if you gave someone a gold rolex then next day you or next week or next month you went to see him and you saw that that man's dog or cat were playing with that rolex how would you feel how would you feel this person this friend or relative or whoever colleague you gave a very expensive watch a rolex and this is how he treats it he may have thanked you profusely but he is being ungrateful by his actions and this is what we've done on this earth god created for us everything he gave us air clean air he gave us clean water and and and, and so on and rather than preserve these good things use them for our benefit and keep them pure for the coming generations we misuse them and we talk about uh, um, you know recycling and all this kind of thing who recycles I mean you know if you need a new sweater do you want to do you undo the old one and knit it 
you use that wool to knit a new one or do you just go out to the shops and uh, buy a new one? I don't think there are many people around who uh, know how to knit. I still remember that in summer my mum used to uh, um, undo all the sweaters and so on and get the wool washed and then get it recolored and then buy some patterns and throughout the summer she would be sitting there knitting her sweaters so come winter it would look as if we had brand new um, sweaters to wear but now we just go to the shops and we buy another one and we don't give a single thought to the fact that uh, you know um, under the old system a ball of wool might have been used for five years now after one year or two years it just gets thrown out and we don't pay any attention to the fact that you, we are using new and extra wood. It's being taken to a factory so that it's turned into threads. And then they get shipped to another factory where it's knitted by machines into a jumper or sweater or whatever. Then it's again put into lorries and it's transported and then perhaps into boats and or planes and transported further. What is it all doing? It's all using up those resources that God gave us. <clears throat> all those resources are being used up, wasted. You know, at each stage, the factory uses power and pollutes the air. The truck uses petrol or diesel and pollutes the air and God gave us earth and water and amongst other things God created the ozone layer which protects us from the harmful radiation from the sun and what have we done? We've gone and made a hole in it, a hole in it over North Pole so, the, the, so that harmful radiation can now get to earth. Isn't that being ungrateful? You know, go back to the uh, example I gave about, uh, you know, someone giving a friend or a relative the gold Rolex. And next time he goes, he finds his dog playing with it. We've done exactly the same thing. And now we talk about, uh, um, you know, recycling and all this kind of thing, which is good. I'm not saying it's, it shouldn't be done. But what I'm saying is the way we behave on this earth shows to God that we are ungrateful people. And this is what the Holy Quran says in chapter 14, verse 7. La in shakartum 
لَزَيْدَنَّكُمْ وَلَئِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَزَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ If you are grateful, شَكَرْتُمْ And I will give you more. And if you're ungrateful, kafartum, then my punishment is severe. Now apply that to the way we behave and what we do. If we were grateful, we would be looking after the, the, the environment. The current Brazilian president won, and won his election because he promised that he'll remove all restrictions on cutting down the Brazilian rainforest, which is the largest natural resource which purifies air for us. It absorbs carbon dioxide and releases oxygen into the air. That's the largest source for that. And he said, that's okay. And on the one hand, we are pumping car fuels and truck fuels and uh, fumes from factories and homes and so on into the air. carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide and so on. And on the other hand, we are actually cutting down and destroying what can actually purify that air. Which shows that, you know, we may, may say that we are grateful, but we are not. You know, like the, 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 the example I gave, you gave this guy A Rolex and he said, oh, thank you very much. You know, this is beautiful, you know, the most expensive watch in the world and it's made of gold and blah, blah, blah. And you thought, oh, that's great. He's very grateful. And he comes back next week or next month or whatever and sees your dog playing with it. In practice, are you grateful? But as God says that if you're ungrateful, you are the ones who are going to suffer. And this is what's happening. We will suffer by global warming, by sea levels rising. It's not going to affect God that sea levels are going to rise five foot and drown most of the uh, seashores. The sea will just come in. So you have, you'll have a bigger population, you'll have to accommodate in a smaller area. <clears throat> With that, we come to the end of the time for our broadcast. So with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah Keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, and goodbye.